Greetings gamers, in this episode of Dead Drop News we hear about the new Metaverse Standards Forum, Bungie wins $13.5 million in a lawsuit against Destiny 2 cheaters, Tony Hawk says Activision scrapped Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 remake after Vicarious Visions was merged with Activision Blizzard, and the Epic Game Store gets a brand new review system. Stick around for these stories and more. Welcome back to The Dead Drop, your secret cachet of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matthew Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. You know I love you, right? You come here every week, listen to some episodes, but I'm so incredibly busy in the lead up to my holiday in the next couple of days, I don't have a whole lot of time. So, this episode, I'm going to show you some quick love. We're going to go through a few and a quick reminder that there probably won't be some episodes for a couple of weeks because of the aforementioned holiday. So, get ready. This is your transfer from the 23rd of June, 2022. And these are the news stories that you need to know. TechCrunch is reporting that there are a number of different companies in the tech space coming together to create the Metaverse Standards Forum which is meant to drive interoperability between platforms that are built as part of the metaverse. The companies that are included on this board are Meta, Microsoft, Epic Games, Adobe, Nvidia, Sony, Unity, just to name a few. But there are some glaring absences mentioned in the report, such as Niantic, Apple, Roblox, and Snapchat, which are attempting to build their own consumer-based metaverses as well, and may have an impact on what our standards forum here can do to impact development. The whole idea of creating a standards forum is to create standards for which these things can be developed in a way that makes them not just interoperable, but in order to build a capacity of development that will work across all those different areas. It being a consumer-driven type platform, it's important that these standards come out as a way to run how the processes come together. Meta President of Global Affairs, Nick Clegg, has said in a blog post last month, Like the internet, the metaverse will be an interconnected system that transcends national borders, but there will need to be a web of public and private standards, norms and rules to allow for it to operate across jurisdictions. Super important, especially with the birth of Web3, after Web2 being the internet as we currently know it, and with cryptocurrency and NFTs causing a huge amount of strife in communities at the moment, getting a standards forum like this is really good to see. Bungie, the company known originally for the development of Halo and now Destiny and Destiny 2, has won a lawsuit against a cheat creator called Elite Boss Tech that created an integrated graphical overlay that broke Bungie's copyrighted material and infringed on their DMCA anti-circumvention provisions. They've won their case and they have successfully been awarded $13.5 million in damages. It looks like the award was made after calculating the number of reported downloads and creating a fine based on that instance of download, it being downloaded 6,765 times over the course of its availability and each instance being charged $2,000. Well, you do the math. It's cases like this that urge companies that are developing games to have anti-cheat software that is sometimes railed against for causing problems with installation across consoles or PCs, but it's also really important that a company represents their rights to individual creativity 
to the copyrighted material that they intend to make, as well as protecting the experience of players. This is a success on all fronts. As usual, every so often we have an Activision Blizzard update, and this time the shareholders of Activision Blizzard have successfully voted to require the video game firm to publish an annual report on workplace abuses and the progress that has been made on those abuses. The successful vote may have been precipitated by Activision Blizzard's internal report, which came out recently as saying that there isn't a problem, that there's no preeminent sexual harassment, retaliation, or discrimination among any workers in the business, or at least not to a level where they seek to raise it as an issue internally. This, of course, is only visible to them as not being a problem. So the rest of the world needs to act on it. And hopefully with an annual report from the company, these shareholders have enough evidence to be able to make adequate decisions about their investment in the company and potentially its success in future. If you haven't been keeping up, Microsoft did purchase Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion, but it has not completed just yet. And Microsoft hasn't taken control of Activision Blizzard. So maybe when it does transfer control, we'll see some improvement there and the shareholders' minds may change, but we'll have to see what happens. Tony Hawk, famous for his series of computer games about skateboarding, has come out and said that there was going to be a remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 but this was canned after Activision Blizzard's decision to absorb Vicarious Visions into its teams. Vicarious Visions did develop 1 and 2, which came out with great success, especially after Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 was not received incredibly well. But absorbing Vicarious Visions into Activision means that they reassigned their roles and they had to find another studio to do the development for 3 and 4. They auditioned a couple of studios, they weren't a fan of the pitches, and so the project just kind of dried up. Tony Hawk said this matter-of-factly in the stream in which it appeared. I don't think there is any animosity there and it sounds like he's open to it being up for remake yet again. But we'll have to see and potentially wait patiently what happens with the franchise going forward. The Epic Game Store has released its own version of user reviews, tags, and ratings as a randomized poll-based behavior for users to complete in order to avoid the idea of review bombing, which has been seen on popular platforms such as Steam. Review bombing becomes rife when there's an update that majority of players don't agree with, or there's a subset of players that don't like what's happened with a game so far. They will give it a negative review and that will affect the overall rating of the game and they believe that will affect the bottom line of the developer who has released the game. The Epic Game Store has flipped this on its head and is only offering the opportunity to review every so often and for players who have played a game for more than two hours. Microsoft has been out there saying that there are currently supply disruptions for their wireless Xbox controllers for the most recent console and that they're trying to work on getting that manufacturing up to speed so they can ha have more products on shelves shortly. In a statement to Video Games Chronicle, they were quoted as saying, we know it might be hard finding Xbox wireless controllers right now due to supply disruptions. We're working as fast as possible with our manufacturing and retail partners to improve this. Please check with your local retailers for availability. This was guaranteed to happen as a byproduct of the pandemic. We seem to be cleaning up in some areas such as graphics cards, anything with chips in them that are related to console development or the big game development console manufacturers. The fact that it's hit wireless controllers momentarily just tells us that we may not be out of the manufacturing woods yet. 
So just be patient, wait for things to go into stock. If people start scalping these things, don't purchase them just because they're there. Make sure that you're spending regular retail price on them, or if you can get them for less, then go for it. And lastly, I want to shout out the Who Arted podcast with Kyle Wood. He does a regular podcast with a couple of episodes every week that cover art history that's great for all ages. Just this morning, I had the opportunity to record an episode where we talked about Shigeru Miyamoto and Mario and the artistic development and origins of the game and that successful franchise. So if you're curious to hear that particular episode, it should be coming out on Monday, but otherwise check out his stuff. The links for the Who Arted podcast are in the show notes. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. If this is your first episode, welcome to the Dead Drop community. If you enjoy what we're doing here, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you have a chance to follow us, check us out on Instagram, follow me on Twitter at MathListPod. If you want to see the sources of the stories in this episode and more, head to deaddroppod.com. A quick reminder that there may not be episodes for a couple of weeks. Nevertheless, after that two weeks, join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news and make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. Bye.